This is the Notorious Bakersfield Podcast. I'm Robert Peterson, the host and creator of this podcast that takes a look back at some of Bakersfield's most notorious crimes, events, and characters. Hey, Notorious Bakersfield fans, I'm back and welcome back. Uh, Saturday, April 29th, was the Notorious Bakersfield walking tour of downtown Bakersfield. It was a great success, a great crowd. Despite it being hot, it really wasn't too bad. There was a nice breeze in there. I think everyone had a good time, and all of the proceeds went to the Kern Historical Society. And because it was so popular, we plan on doing it again. So if you miss this one, there will be another opportunity around the corner. So keep an eye on the Notorious Bakersfield social media pages. Once a date is set, I'll announce it there, and I'll announce it on future podcasts. Being a news reporter can be a risky occupation, especially if they're sent to cover a war or natural disaster, or if their job takes them into high crime areas. The risks to their personal safety in those types of situations are obvious. In 1986, a respected reporter for the Bakersfield Californian lost his life while doing his job. And his assignment wasn't to cover a story you'd typically consider high risk. He was a sports reporter. He covered college sports for the Californian, a beat that you'd really consider low risk, or at least I would. But for 43-year-old sports writer Phil Klusman, a seemingly innocuous assignment turned tragic, deadly tragic, this is A Reporter's Death. Phil James Klusman was born in Napa County, California in 1942. He attended Woodland High School, where he was a student athlete. After suffering an injury while playing basketball and taking the advice of a doctor, Phil made the tough decision to end his participation in athletics. It was a hard decision for the young athlete, but his doctor suggested he could set his sights on a future as a sports writer. And that's exactly what Phil did. He attended Sacramento City College, then got a job with the Sacramento Union newspaper. The young athlete turned sports writer applied for a position with the Bakersfield Californian in 1965. Larry Press, a Bakersfield Californian sports editor, said his letter of application to the paper was actually a postcard, a postcard filled with illegible scribble. Larry Press was skeptical of the young applicant simply because of his lack of experience. But Phil's earnestness won him the job. Larry Press wrote this about Phil. Quote, His interest never flagged. He was able to capture the essence of a story colorfully and also had a strong eye for detail and was very finicky about getting even the most minor point right. He was a very good, thorough newspaper man, unquote. 
Along with covering Cal State Bakersfield and Bakersfield College Sports, Phil penned a weekly column titled College Notebook. With that weekly column, Phil was able to express his personal views about local college athletics. Phil, he was a character. You know, the Californian had a lot of characters, and they had uh, the sports department had a lot of characters. He was funny in uh, in an unintentional, unintentionally funny way in that he was so serious about his work. He was really, really serious about his work. And uh, I know when I when I started at the Californian, I was a sports uh, writer and a, and a uh, sports editor uh, laying out pages. And Phil could write like a 20 inch story. And if you edited it and like changed a comma in the middle of one sentence, in the middle of the story, he would find it. And he would come up to you the next day and he would just be like, and it, he had this real funny way. He talked really, really low and he rubbed his hands together like this. And he'd say, you changed the whole tone of the story. You changed the whole tone of the story. I was, and he, he, uh, and, and then we would just, we would laugh because he you know because of how serious he was but he was uh he wasn't a he wasn't a mean serious he was uh he was a fun guy that's john hart a former photographer with the bakersfield californian discussing his late colleague's eye for detail Bakersfield entered Memorial Day weekend, 1986, with great anticipation, looking forward to watching Bakersfield's own Rick Mears racing in the Indianapolis 500. Mears qualified for the coveted pole position for the race scheduled for Sunday of that weekend. At that point in his racing career, Mears already had won two Indianapolis 500s. So much of Bakersfield and the racing world were eagerly looking forward to that Memorial Day weekend tradition. Meanwhile, for sports writer Phil Klusman, Friday, May 23, 1986, his attention wasn't on the Indy 500. He was focused on the NCAA Division II Track and Field Championship at Cal State Los Angeles. And that's where Phil's assignment took him. The event he was covering was a uh, Division II uh, Track and Field Championships. I believe it was the national event. He was talking to um, two Cal State track coaches. They were down. Uh, they were downfield, I guess, where from where some athletes were practicing uh, the hammer throw in, in in preparation for the event. And what happened? And I don't know if you're familiar with what a hammer is, but a, but a hammer is a 16-pound steel ball that's attached to a chain. And the athletes—it's um, sort of like throwing the discus, where they where they spin around and, and let the discus fly. But in this case, they spin around with this chain and ball and let that fly. And uh, the young man who was uh, practicing uh, let let loose with a hammer throw and it went errant and it went, uh, went off course. 
and Phil, uh, you know, headed toward Phil, even though he wasn't he wasn't in the he wasn't in the hammer area or anything, but it was just an errant throw. And apparently some people warned him or yelled at him to, to move. And he, he, he did move, but he wasn't able to get out of the way. And he was hit in the head with the hammer. A doctor who happened to be attending the track meet treated the injured reporter on the field before he was transported to a hospital. Phil was pronounced dead about an hour after the accident. I was actually off that day, which is unusual for me as a photographer to have been off on a Friday. But what had happened was I was a, uh, I was a union vice president with the Bakersfield Newspaper Guild. And we were involved in we were involved in some kind of a labor dispute with the company. I don't even remember what it was now, you know, all this time later. But I had taken the day off to attend uh, to that. And uh, we had actually won that case where I, I, believe, the, I believe the company decided to uh, withdraw from, from the case or whatever. And we were really excited. So we were getting ready to have a party. We were gonna have a party that night. And, and then uh, shortly thereafter, you know, the word came down that Phil, Phil had been killed. And man, it was um, you know certainly the worst the worst thing uh, I've ever experienced at the Californian. Philip James Klusman was 43 years old. He was survived by his parents Theodore and Mary Klusman of Woodland and his sister Anne Santoni. At the time of his death, he'd been employed by the Bakersfield Californian for 21 years. The devastation of being a co-worker of someone and still had to go to work. We still had to produce a newspaper. You know, we still had to uh, we still had to do our jobs. And it was I just remember it was uh, it, it felt like, um, you know, almost like a like a, a, a mausoleum in, in there or whatever. It was it was something that was really hard to take. And it's because of how popular Phil was. I mean, he was he was a really popular he was a popular guy. Sports editor Larry Press ended his column memorializing Phil with these words. Quote, Phil Klusman was a rock on the sports beat, a pro, a good newspaper man and sports guy. You could always count on him being there. And now he won't be there anymore. And that's the saddest thing. Unquote. The day after Phil's death, the track meet opened with a moment of silence, and several members of Cal State Bakersfield's team wore black armbands on their uniforms to honor Phil Klusman. No charges were filed related to Phil's death. The Los Angeles coroner and district attorney determined Phil Klusman died as a result of an accident. And that accident changed the way the hammer throw competition is staged. The NCAA implemented safety equipment that protects non-participants on the field. And if you watch any YouTube clips of this sport, uh, you, you can see the Olympics competition. They're surrounded kind of by, by a cage. And I think that was probably a response to this accident. 
By the way, the Indy 500 was delayed by rain that weekend and was run the following weekend. And Bobby Rahal won that year, while Rick Mears took third place. Resources used to research this story, the Bakersfield Californian, the Los Angeles Times, findagrave.com, and John Hart. Thank you, John, for taking the time to talk to me about your late friend and colleague. This is Robert Peterson. Thank you for listening to this episode. I'll be back next week with another Notorious Bakersfield story. Until then, stay safe, stay out of trouble. Don't become a future episode of the Notorious Bakersfield podcast. Have a good week.